0: What's up, Internet? You're tuned in episode 123 of Nintendo Noise, Flip Screen Games' weekly Nintendo podcast. I'm your host, Pete and Bessie, joined, as always, by my very good friend and co-host, Mr. Stephen Radford. Hello, hello. Hello, Steve. Welcome back.
1: Yeah, it's good to be back. I missed last week's episode. I need to go catch up on Pokemon Concierge. you really like, like it. Phenomenal, I th- yeah.
0: I think it'll just vary up your alley, for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah I, I when I saw the trailer I thought it looked gorgeous I just don't have a Netflix account anymore so it's been like I was gonna watch it at my parents and then just didn't find the time so it's on my radar I know I really really want to check it out so much have to sub to Netflix for like a couple of months or something
0: or a month it's I could probably 40... get
1: through it in a weekend right yeah, it's 45 it's minutes
0: you get through it in one sitting
1: oh yeah done then yeah. yeah
0: the whole thing is I think 50 minutes if you watch all four episodes in a row so you're good
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah, we definitely need more more of them then.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but you came back with uh for a great week because we've got a f- a fun conversation that uh I, I just want to jump into it. We're gonna kick things off with a question here from uh, Andrew Valentine over on the Discord who wrote in just like you can and said GamesIndustry.biz reported last week on Nintendo pursuing relationships with partner studios possibly to work on first party IPs, i.e. retro with Metroid. Which studios would you like to see Nintendo work with, and on what franchises? Don't know why, but the first one that came to mind for me was how I'd like to see Thunderful work on a Star Fox game.
1: Refresh my memory. Why Thunderful? Thunderful? Didn't yeah? Like I was gonna say why why Thunderful? Like they've by the way just cut twenty percent of their workforce, which is not great. More oh, mass layoffs oh, so continuing um... into yeah Steam Steam uh, Steam World.
0: SteamWorld. World. Okay, I was gonna say I just I just read about that earlier today. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a shame, but that's interesting. I-, I-, I wish Andrew had given the rationale, but I guess Andrew did say I don't don't know why, and just, maybe it's just mm. one you want to see, right? Which is like that's that's cool. It's gu- vibes is a good reason, you know. It's a good gu- that's a good reason. Um, so let's let's give the context here real quick. This this uh, comes from a report. I guess it's not a report. It's an opinion piece um from game, gamesindustry.biz uh from Christopher Dring, who uh wrote an opinion piece about how can Nintendo Switch 2 surpass its predecessor and in that there's a um a, a bit that I've highlighted that is uh is what Andrew's referencing and um this is what Christopher wrote I also know that Nintendo is actively meeting with independent developers to find new partners. Some of that is around, um, sorry, some of that is around publishing indie games, which Nintendo does from time to time. But it's also seeking studios that could work on some of its IP. Nintendo regularly works with third-party teams, including Bandai Namco, Team Ninja, Platinum Games, Mercury Steam, WayForward, and Grezzo. But the company is looking to add to that roster. And I know three, I know of three studios that are in deep conversation around making games based on Nintendo brands. So an interesting so he, question. Not, not totally surprising to think that Nintendo would want to have more development partners like this. Obviously, one of the points that is kind of being made in the article is that there were certain software advantages uh, that they had going into the Switch's lifecycle, like being able to leverage old Wii U games and stuff like that. That helped, you know, bolster that that console's library that they won't have this time around. Not to mention the mm-hmm. fact that they spent money uh, to expand their internal development teams because, specifically because they, they said that it's taking longer uh, to make games. It's taking bigger teams and taking them longer to make games that are, you know, up to quality. Um, so we know that that's something that, you know, uh, they are aware of as a problem and something that they want to head off before the Switch 2 you know making these kind of specific partnerships is is something a little bit different than what we've heard before what do you make of that steve
1: i i think it makes sense that they would look to continue their their partnerships that they've already got like i think one omission from um from christopher's list here there's a couple right there's the the cadence of hyrule team um the brace yourself games who I really liked, and, I, and I'd love to see Nintendo partner with more indie devs in in that way. Like I know they publish some, like I, Good Job was one of my favorite games. Snipperclip started as an indie title. They're published by Nintendo. They don't have the the kind of company's brands on them. The developer development studio's brands on them. Um, they're very much published as a Nintendo title. But I would like to see them kind of continue their partnership with Ubisoft as well. I think that's been that's done really well for them. I could see them maybe leveraging the team that's just worked on Prince of Persia, for example, to to maybe jump onto a, a Metroidvania game um, in the same way that, that Mercury Steam did. Because it seems like they've taken the formula, and I know Max is going to be talking about that on the Steam Deck podcast this week or on Flip Screen Games this week. Um, and it's taken that formula that that kind of Nintendo honed in on over the years and has really kind of ran with it. And I think it's looking for partners like that they could potentially do either something completely different with Nintendo's existing IP in the case of Cadence of Hyrule, coming in with a fresh set of eyes, taking IP that people know, and bringing it into their style of game. Like Cadence of Hyrule was was similar to Crypt of the Necrodancer. Or you go down the route of, it's a studio, they're kind of a known quantity, we know exactly what we're looking for and we're going to go to them like mercury steam they've worked on metroidvanias before we're going to go to them and we're going to get them to make us a a metroid game
0: yeah i would be interested in kind of either of those routes like obviously the idea of nintendo publishing more small games that then become you know kind of nintendo associated ip i think is is certainly appealing i think anything that gets us more original content from nintendo is something that i'm I mean, quote unquote, from Nintendo, right? Um, is something I'm, I'm at least, I'm at least interested in in theory. I think the only thing I don't love about that as an initiative is kind of as you pointed out, like something like good job. I feel like it almost ends up being this like weird kind of situation where those games don't really get treated like Nintendo IP. Like I don't think most people think of Snipperclips as a Nintendo game as much as a exclusive game on Nintendo Switch. And, you know, I feel like that doesn't necessarily feel like the best outcome for those developers. I mean, it it gets attention on that game, right? But, like, I don't know the name of the team that developed Snipperclips, right? Like, I don't really know anything about them. Um, It didn't, like, raise their star power or anything like that. Or good job for that matter, right? I'm aware of those games. I know those games uh, by name, but what did it do for those studios? And it's like, are, are... you know, are we getting a snipper clips too? Are we getting a good job too? Are these things that Nintendo looks at as franchises or these studios that they plan on working with, you know, uh, for long periods of time and creating a a relationship with, I don't know, you know? And I think when you're looking at stuff like that, I'm kind of less interested than them partnering with a studio like Mercury's steam and letting them get to work on something bigger and and then kind of having that be, you know, kind of a, a it, it's a win-win, right? Because yeah, like Metroid as a franchise benefited a ton from them coming in and making Metroid Dread and, you know, kind of reviving the 2D Metroid um, franchise. But it also put that studio over in a big way and made them kind of a household name among Nintendo fans. And I think that, is probably the better way to go for an indie studio if if i'm an indie studio looking to partner with nintendo i kind of want to work on whatever's the ip that's the best fit for my team so that we can make a great game that nintendo's really happy Mm. with maybe that continues your relationship with them and you get to make a sequel you get to come in and be a second party type studio or whatever um but if it doesn't and and the worst case scenario is like the Cadence of Hyrule example that you you brought up, where like maybe they never collaborate together again. But it brought people's attention to that studio and to Crypt of the Necro Dancer, and like that's the benefit of a small studio like that working with oh, a company yeah. and like I, and Nintendo.
1: I've got to imagine that that Cadence of Hyrule sold way more copies than Crypto the Necro Dancer, even though it's exclusive to to Switch. Like that game got highlighted on the Nintendo Direct. It was like. Yep. It was at the top of the eShop for ages. It's constantly promoted. So I I, I could see something like that and then want it to want it to happen again. What IP do you think? Like I, I initially thought certain IP would be off limits, right? Like I never thought we'd see a Mario crossover like we did with Rabbids. I never thought we'd see anyone being able to touch Zelda. So it seems like maybe Capcom, right? IP aren't <laughs> off limits. Yeah, but like we've never seen anyone do another Mario platformer. So do you think we get an external team do a 2D Mario? Maybe something like a Sonic Mania style team who really kind of hones in and captures the essence of those those 16-bit Mario titles.
0: I mean, I'll never say never, right? Because it's like I don't I don't see to me, it doesn't make sense that they let Capcom make three different Zelda games, right? That like to any to every outsider, right? Like I I I bet you there are people who are listening to this right now that do not know that that would that capcom has made a zelda game and that if i tell you that the games that they made were oracle of ages oracle of seasons four swords adventures and the minish cap that you might not have known that those were capcom developed games because like they look like they look and smell and play like a zelda game minish cap specifically is like that's the handheld game that you think of when you think of the toon link era right so it's like it's kind of weird that that was made by a third-party studio because it's like the only example of that, but it exists and there's multiple games that came out and were good. So like, you know, I think never say never, right? Like if there's a studio that has a vision for a Mario game that Nintendo thinks lives up to the Mario name, then I think maybe that's a possibility. But I think that the, you think about this, right? The Mario sports franchise has historically been done by a third party right like camelot is a is a british studio that has that made mario tennis and you know um and i think they also were the creators of mario Well, all
1: the mario party series were as well they were all done by hudson right um, until they, they moved over to nd cube so but like it, you know it, and even retro was an external studio at one point right and they they kind of came got purchased and brought in for rare for that matter it, we right? don't like, really see yeah, we don't we don't really see Nintendo doing any acquisitions, uh, like at least not massive ones. Really, I think Retro probably was their last big studio acquisition um, that I can remember. Anyway, I I wonder if any of any of this like Mercury Steam just feels perfect for them to bring. In I think they're going to acquire and Mercury be like, Steam. Just 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 like come and work on on Metroid games full time. I like, I think that's the trajectory.
0: I think that's a trajectory of that studio if they want that. I think if they make another successful Metroid game or maybe two more successful Metroid games, they get through a trilogy and it's like, okay, this is like a proven thing that we can bank on. Like, I would be surprised if they didn't try to put a ring on it. Um,
1: But you never know. they're making the the new Castlevania game, aren't they? With like Konami or they made one previously? Like, do they continue that relationship now that Konami's like making... um, Yeah, I mean, maybe. Making new... Castlevania games again I think that's the
0: question right Is like some of these studios it's probably like do they do they want to be acquired right like is that something that they actually want or is it just you know like working with Nintendo is is good for business and like they're making good games mm-hmm. together so like why rock the boat right like think about how long Sony worked with Insomniac in that capacity before they acquired them right it was like literally decades um So, you know, I think there are a lot of situations where acquiring a studio doesn't necessarily make sense, right? It's like unless there's a risk of them going somewhere else or whatever, right? Like, I think it's crazy that they never bought Rare when you think about it, right? Like that they let Microsoft do that is crazy, you know? But hey, it, it happened, you know?
1: Yeah, like Game Freak's always been another one that's been absolutely insane to me. And, that and one Howl. makes a little
0: more sense to me just because of like the like what Pokemon is. Like Pokemon is its own thing and it is so much bigger than mm-hmm. Nintendo. And I think like Nintendo's kind of honestly lucky to, you know, just like have the association they have. And it's like it works well for both parties so they don't rock
1: the boat, you know? And then like, like and the how labs, right? Like, what can they take Kirby to another platform if they want to? Didn't they buy Hal? I feel like they own Hal now. No, I don't think they do.
0: I'm not. I I might be wrong. But either way, um, let's answer the let's answer Andrew's question because I think we've talked around the story enough, right? What 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 are some teams you would like to see, and what are some IP you'd like to see them work on?
1: Yeah, it's 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 strange, right? Like I, I I was racking my brain and I and I, I just can't think of anyone that that I'm just like desperate for Nintendo to work with. You know, it's 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 like I didn't expect Cadence of Hyrule to come anywhere from anywhere and it, yeah. it was one of my favorite games in the year it came out, you know. But looking at something like Hi Fi Rush, for example, I'd love to see like a team up with with them. Uh, you know, with the with the team behind that over at, um that's I mean that's the Bethesda studio. I can't remember the, the name of the studio oh, yeah. what um, is it? off the top of my head. Yeah the uh, uh it's Evil, the Japanese uh, one. <laughs> Evil within, right? It's that studio? Yeah, it's the Evil Within studio, yeah. Uh let me see what they're called because it's gonna it's gonna drive me crazy. Tango Gameworks, like someone like them, for example, who's working on vibrant, fresh games. That's who I want working with Nintendo, someone that can sure. bring something fresh and something new. And it's not just like, oh, you know, we, we, we're just going to carry on doing the same old, same old. Um, I I I think Nintendo's got enough teams in-house that they can basically work on anything they want. And they have all these assistant studios, like you see Bandai Namco popping up on on tons of nintendo titles um uh, same with Grezzo, right they've worked with them on previous titles they were the ones responsible for many of the ports and remasters over the years uh, to the 3ds and then they did the uh the links awakening uh, game on on switch so I, I really struggled to think of of who i would really want i mean there's some like cr- crazy ones i could love to see the the uh, the guy behind Stardew Valley can and work with them and maybe do something with the Animal Crossing IP and can there be something be that can work there or or like you yeah. know does Toby Fox want to come and do something with a Nintendo IP and I just, think like, you got something crazy
0: I think you got to get the Pizza Tower team to revive Wario
1: Land though no? I mean that would be that would be good yeah like drive know, a I'd dump truck a to Land their team. house and <laughs> but, but I kind of feel like I want Nintendo to bring the crew back together like they did with mario wonder and sure. and bring back some of the old team from the warrior land franchise they're probably still working at nintendo on on video games and bring that yeah but back i think that's, that's the like, thing
0: though right like build something yeah but it's it, it comes back to that thing that you just said where it's like oh nintendo has all these resources they can make whatever they want right it's like sure but like every development dollar you put towards a game is money that you or like not even money take money out of the equation uh even just like people resources right Um, that go towards one thing means it's another thing that doesn't get made, right? So it's like, if those people are working on a new IP, if they're working on Mario Wonder because the 2D Mario uh, franchise needs a refresh, if they're working on the Donkey Kong, you know, there's that Donkey Kong team that was rumored to have been put together in like 2018 and we still haven't seen anything from them. And, you know, like, are are all those teams uh, that have those people that you want to work on that preoccupied, right? And it's like... I think that's why you have to bring in a team like Mercury Storm because yeah, it would be great to get the band back together and make Metroid Four, but like they didn't and they haven't, so let somebody else do it, right? Like,
1: better... I mean, do you, do you think with the Donkey Kong thing, do you think Retro was maybe working on something there, like they did Tropical Freeze, but then they got pulled back to to Metroid when I mean, it's possible Namco relationships soured. It's possible. I, I don't know what happened with retro, right? Cause there's so many stories
0: there that like, don't add up. Like there was that rumor that they were working on the successor or a successor to, to the donkey Kong country stuff. There was rumor that they were making that star Fox racing game that I don't think ever ended up being real. Right. But that was going around for a while. There's rumor that they had another game in development that got canceled and that they started another one. And then, then that one got pulled while they were when they came in to work on Metroid Prime. So it's like, I, I really genuinely have no idea what happened there, right? Like I think that there's it's totally likely that they have started and canceled multiple projects in the last couple of years, and that just happens sometimes. Um, and it could just be as simple as that, right? But there was that rumor that I remember was making the rounds years ago, and I remember Pixelpar um like talked about it as well, right? With like that there was an internal team at Nintendo that was being uh, brought together to work on making new Donkey mm-hmm. Kong projects internally. And I guess, obviously, yeah. Retro, they own Retro, that's technically internally, whatever. But the, the, the thing was that it was like... You mean like, of, EAD? Yeah, it was yeah. like an EAD team was going to be a Donkey Kong team and that they were going to make a Donkey Kong game. And like my thought there is that it's probably not Donkey Kong Country, that it's probably maybe like a 3D game or something like that. It's more like Donkey Kong 64. Um, and that it is like, their, you know, their attempt to be like, hey, here's a big new Donkey Kong game. And we're going to make Donkey Kong a marquee character again, the way we did, you know, with Donkey Kong Country when it first came out, right? Back in the day.
1: Um, Maybe you go to someone like Platonic then and partner up with them and be like, okay, you know, you, you've done ukulele. You're doing the collectathon style thing. Then you did like the 2D style Donkey Kong Country version why don't you take donkey kong and kind of run with it and do something with it you probably worked with that ip while you were working at rare so now maybe yeah i guess that's the thing though, is, like,
0: is there this internal team working on on it already then and it's like what is, i guess that team they could go make donkey kong country games which would be cool nobody would complain about that um one of the ones that came to mind for me was i would love to see uh sabotage studio who is the team that uh did the messenger and then just obviously more recently sea of stars Um, I think it would be cool to let them get a crack at a, uh, either, like, a, like, soft sequel to Super Mario RPG, or, like, a Mario and Luigi game, and, like, try to bring,
1: you know, that... Oh, you think so? See, I don't know if they I don't know if that's the right vibe for for it. It sounded like Mario RPG was maybe a little bit goofy, like, they've got, obviously, gorgeous pixel art in those games, like... I mean, that's Sea of Stars, Maybe maybe well, you'd just like continue art, with like light script yeah yeah that's what i'm saying but like would you want like a super mario rpg pixel art style like i guess maybe i i wouldn't, wouldn't have mm. no issue with it i wonder if nintendo wants that or if nintendo i mean then, wants then you do mario and luigi with like the right like those yeah. are always
0: pixelarty i i think that's the way to go with that but i mean again right you could always you know have them make a not pixel art style game i guess but you know i think if you're looking to partner with like studios that have chops right you probably want to get in on their style right and like i don't yeah. know i could see that like they made a they made a game that feels like a modern super nintendo rpg and like i think that's what those games are right so i think something like that could be really cool
1: house house would have been great as well i know they're working on their new game with panic what game what game like i just love like you know say it's like nabbit for example going around and stealing shit or something like i could just like they could make a
0: wario game they could make a yeah they could they could make a funky weird wario game that would be interesting no they should make a waluigi game (laughs) oh
1: no waluigi's never getting his own games but if they made it it would be so funny (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just <laughs> lean into the skin like it's like yeah whatever go ahead if they in. ever announce like a, a waluigi game it's gonna be like a fake out that it's being announced as a warrior game and then waluigi comes on and like nudges his brother out of the way and and kind of takes over that would be funny
0: i i don't know who but i would love for them to give somebody punch out i want punch out to come back that's an ip that i really like and i think you got it with arms
1: basically
0: but you didn't like they're they're so different like arms is so like about the gimmick the control gimmick and i know that like the most recent punch out was like the Wii one right which is like fun and everything but again that was like the motion controls thing i think if you made a like again i've said this about sports games in general I think that there's a ton of money being left on the table in the sports genre by not making uh, bigger budget arcade sports games like we used to get, right? Like, back mm-hmm. in the day, and don't get me wrong, obviously sports titles still sell really well, right? Like, EA, FC,
1: and, and you know like those those big games are and all of the other ea sports but where's the ea sports big games they were the ones i love exactly. sex tricky. Exactly. like those lkb style ones they were great yeah
0: and, and even and even before that like when when video games were less oh, let
1: yeah
0: those were really fun too like nba street <laughs> and you know uh yeah like uh i mean uh, the other street games right whatever um and then there was like uh, uh NFL Blitz and like and you know and then like the humongous entertainment games like backyard baseball and stuff like those games are a lot of fun and I think that uh like when you look at some of the history of of games right like sports were a huge genre for so long and they still are but they used to be like a mainstream bestseller type experience whereas yeah. now I think they've cultivated a really core audience and they've monetized them really well. And that's not to say that that's bad. Like if you play those games, if you're, if you're into NBA two K or any of those kind of games, like that's great. Like you're the audience for that. But there are a lot of people, like you said, right. That like, like the idea of like the low effort, like I don't need to really know the intricacies of the sport. It's not about being this super high quality simulation. It's about, Having like what fun...
1: Wii Sports was as well, like to yeah, some it's extent, it was like fun gameplay. Yeah. just bring like, people into it without you know you don't need to know how to to box to play Punch Out or like learn out. the controls. It's two buttons. It's like easy.
0: And that's the thing is like with Punch Out, like Punch Out is it's ostensibly a sports game, right? But it's like it's also not like it's an arcade game, right? Like it's not about like oh these are the rules of boxing and this is like it's like no, it's about like you learning a boss. It's a boss rush game. That's what it is at its core. You know, it's Cuphead. And like, I think there's a modern version of that that's interesting and fun and dynamic. And maybe it's not a, you know, A $60, $70 boxed game, but I don't think that that should, I don't think that that's the only game that Nintendo should be in, right? Like stuff like, you know, F-099 is like, is really cool. And I like, I would like to see them take more stabs at that with games that are not, Limited online multiplayer things that need to have servers up and around in a player base that can be more like no, like this is a you know cool punch out game that we partnered with a competent indie studio for, and it's twenty bucks, it's thirty bucks, and it's you know it's an arcade type experience with a career mode, and you know you get through the boss rush and and that's it, right? And it's like I think I think that you can i think there's ways for stuff like that to be relevant in the market again and i think it's like about finding the right team and then giving them the right budget and having the right expectations set for it
1: no yeah i i agree i mean i i loved good job i love snipper clips um the i love stretches as well they did a good job with all those games why can't we get games that size with nintendo characters yeah, I mean is is there any really Nintendo characters in Punch Out? Like other than the name, does it really strike you as a Nintendo game? Like that for me, to, to me is not necessarily a Nintendo, a Nintendo branded like IP. Um I mean I don't agree. Got... Like
0: I think like Little Mac, right? Like he's in Smash, like he had he's totally a visible, recognizable mm. character. And also back in the day, like King Hippo was a super iconic, visible NES villain. You know, like it's, I think it's just, it's waned. It's, it's, it's a, it's not a franchise you think about now because it's old, right? It's like Duck Hunt is like that, right? Like they could make a modern, interesting Duck Hunt game. That's a thing you could do, but it's just not happened, right? Because it was a one and done type thing and it's iconic and you, and you are aware of it, but you don't think of Duck Hunt as like a, modern nintendo friend get
1: something duck hunt on the way like i'm sure there was like a, a duck hunt on the way or maybe it was hunt just too?
0: i'm not i'm not aware
1: Pro- probably not they probably just brought now they just brought the original over to the way with the zapper um right? yeah like you've got earth band on here i really think the mother franchise is gonna get um it was gonna be one of my predictions because it's the this 5th anniversary um, i hope so i, I really, really think do. it's it's ready we're. I think we're way, way over. Do you think game they up. start? Do you think they start with Mother, or do you think they go to Earthbound? Do we get Mother Three? Are we gonna ignore those three games and get something new in the franchise? No,
0: no, no, no. I, I don't think you'll get a new game. I don't. I don't think they'll ever make another Mother because I think you can't really make it without a toy. Like it's like so his franchise. You know, it's like if it, to me that feels very much like the whole conversation of like, do you make another Metal Gear without Hideo Kojima? And it's like. You could, but it's like, should you? Yeah, I mean, we saw that (laughs) work.
1: They're
0: they're making another Silent Hill without him. I think that's a little different, you know? You know what I mean? Like, I I think, I don't know, it's tough. Because, like, I think there are certain IP that are so associated with one person that it's like, you can't imagine Mm -hmm. it with someone else. And then there are others where it's like, You could say that about such and such, but then, like, because, like, I think if you thought that way about Zelda, right, then we never would have gotten any of the stuff past Miyamoto, right? Which is, like, Mm -hmm. a lot of them, right? More than half of them now. Um, So it's, like, I don't know. Like, I think if there's a vision for it, whatever, whatever, sure. But it's, like, that feels so a auteur's work type thing. And like the relationship that they had with him and his company. And I just I can't imagine them making a new Earthbound. I, I think before any that you'd get a modern reimagining of the trilogy. I think if anything.
1: Or yeah, or yeah, I think you're probably right. And then Mother I Street. think it's gonna be specifically Earthbound. And I don't know that they ever go back and do any of the others. I think it's gonna be spring think- that into a new style, modernize the controls. I think it would make sense to do Mother Three
0: because Mother Three has been asked for and clamored for for a Western release for years, and Lucas is like. I don't know why you.
1: Why don't they just like put a language pack and put it on Switch Online? Like, why has that not been done?
0: Again, I don't. I don't know. I wish I had an answer for you, but to me, it seems like money on the table.
1: Yeah. So it doesn't specifically say in in Christopher's article that these are going to be Switch games, right? it's just that they're no. publishing titles it, so, says, I... it
0: says specifically uh seeking studios that could work on nintendo ip i imagine it's it's specifically for stuff not on switch it's for whatever comes next because yeah but they i know that they have thinking, a software draft they're gonna need to fill
1: could it not be for mobile they've got very few mobile games left up and i think that's now. because
0: they're getting out of mobile i don't i think that's because they don't want to be in the mobile business anymore because they they've they uh invested and it didn't work like, you think about when they did that, that was at the beginning of the last generation, mm-hmm. right? Coming out of the Wii U, there was this, like, oh, like, Nintendo's in trouble. Like, you know, it's their first not, you know, record profits, blah, 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 blah. And then it became, okay, you know, we're hitting the ground running. We've acquired a, a big stake in DNA. We're we're making mobile games for the first time. We're launching our new hybrid hardware. Like, it's a new era for Nintendo. And I think at the end of, of that era, right, as we're winding down this era of Nintendo, the hybrid hardware gamble they made with the Switch has proven to work out, and the mobile thing has been a
1: bust, right? I don't and think it, the mobile thing has been a bust, though. They've made almost a billion dollars in revenue on in, in Fire Emblem Heroes.
0: Yeah, but how much money did they spend to acquire a stake in DNA and develop all these games? And uh-huh. Fire Emblem Heroes is the only one that was really successful, right?
1: I mean, I can't I can't imagine that... That 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 even cost much. It looks like DNA didn't even work on fire. Fire Emblem Heroes. it was made by intelligent in house, so. I mean that one probably cost them significantly less than the the DNA ones. Like yeah, Mario Kart Tour maybe the mobile didn't pay off. It they got they've had like a quarter of a billion in in revenue, but they reused those tracks in Mario Kart on Switch. They were able to recoup the costs there. I just... I, there's some games that I just can't stop thinking about being perfect for mobile, and, and, like, man, Nintendogs would make so much money, and would be perfect for mobile, and you could, like, talk to your animals, I, and, like, take I them on a wall.
0: I definitely think that, that that would make sense to do. Um, Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, man, like, they... I, I don't know. It's just, when you think about how much money they invested in mobile to only have one or two measurable hits is like i just don't think it, i don't think it gave them the return they wanted and like mario run was not a success animal crossing pocket camp had its moment but that obviously fell off
1: um yeah i mean when a proper animal crossing comes out you're just like eh, i don't need the baby version on my phone i'm just but that's the thing right Is like I, I that's like mobile games are supposed to kind of
0: like come out and continue to make money and i don't think that their games have really proven that that works for them and like i agree with you that it would be sick to see like a nintendogs game or something like that and i think that there is probably a way for nintendo to make mobile games that work but i think i kind of think their development philosophy is at odds with the way that you make money on mobile you know Like, the games that make the most money are kind of predatory, and I don't think they want to make games that are predatory. I think they want to make premium content on mobile. And they prove that that doesn't really
1: work. What if you're Mario is a failure.
0: If Mario is a failure, what works?
1: Well, I mean, Mario Kart works, and, like, the gacha games, Dragalia Lost was doing pretty well. I mean, not that well. They killed it. Not that well, but Fire Emblem Heroes has done really well. Fire Emblem Heroes
0: has done really well. I I concede that. That is a success. But when you have one success to your name versus all of them. You got all...
1: Pokemon Go as well, but that's just because. They didn't Pokemon. develop that though. No, they didn't. But I mean, they're not really developing any of the others. That's my point, right? They don't own Intelligent. No, but, my point but They, is they, that, like, they go well, to like, Intelligent and they say, we'll publish Fire Emblem here. Yeah, but
0: no, but you're missing my point. What was what did they make on that game? Right? Like, what was the return for them financially mm. on that? Anything? Right? like Because, like, the Pokemon Company made a deal with. Neantic to make that game, right? Like it's like Nintendo,
1: you know. I don't. I don't. But Nintendo owns like what thirty percent of, of Pokemon Company, so they get thirty percent of whatever it is. Okay,
0: sure, but again, that's thirty percent of of you know. It's like that's a lot not... of money. Yeah, sure, but it's it's not the same as what like I don't know what it costs them to. I don't know what it costs to, de- cost to develop a mobile game, right? But think of how many games and how much resources they gave to developing these games that has gone nowhere. Mm-hmm. They can't be pleased with that. And I mean, like, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe, like, we're about to get an announcement of more mobile games to come and stuff like that, but I mean, think about it. When's the last time Nintendo announced a new mobile game and put it out?
1: It would have been the Pokemon one, right? The Cafe okay. Remix. You remove the... They are not involved in those, though. Like, they they are. Do not Nintendo's name's on it when you open them. That's not the same thing, and you know that. Come on like just because they're just because they didn't develop it they didn't develop any of the mobile games no, they but like third party studios to do it
0: that's but i'm telling you they don't publish pokemon software on on things that are not nintendo consoles that's not how it works
1: i mean they've published they've published the mobile games and then I, their name is, is on it
0: I, I i mean maybe maybe i'm maybe i'm wrong i'm I'm trying to look at an answer for specifically pokemon cafe
1: remix right like i'm looking at it right here i don't see there was nintendo's... the magic there was the magic one as well like there's been tons of those
0: yeah, okay but again are, are you can you prove that what you're saying is true because i don't i'm looking at the the website right now and nintendo's name is not there they are not listed as a publisher the pokemon company is the publisher okay
1: i'm looking yeah, at fair, pokemon fair cafe enough. remix I mean, they, yeah, I, I guess then, I mean, they they've published got...
0: They published the Nintendo Switch version, it looks like, but I, it doesn't say their name anywhere on the App Store version. And, I mean, and I... that, again, that could be a gap in knowledge for me, but my understanding is that Pokemon software on platforms that are not Nintendo is not published by Nintendo, it's published by the, the Pokemon company. Because I remember it was a story when Pokemon Go came out, that Nintendo's stock went up, but they don't have anything to do with that. So it's like, I I don't I don't know that they saw any money for that.
1: I mean, I could see why their stock would go up if people are interested in Pokemon. People will buy another console to play another Pokemon I think game. It's also that a misconception,
0: though, because you think Nintendo owns Pokemon, but Nintendo doesn't own Pokemon. Nintendo owns the publishing rights to the console games made by Pokemon. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I get that, but I think from a Wall Street perspective, you can see that. Yeah, their bottom line is going to go up because they will be getting some of those profits sure. from Pokemon Go. Yeah, fair enough. And people are likely to go and buy a console and buy another boxed copy of Pokemon But within the purview of this conversation, I think those examples are like, they're not relevant to
0: what we're talking about, right? Like, I think when you think of the Nintendo mobile games that have been put out, you're talking about Mario Run, Fire Emblem Heroes, which obviously was a big success, um, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp the dr mario game that i don't think exists mm-hmm. anymore um
1: yeah i think they they ended oh, their the relationship mario mario. with line um i don't know why they like ended their relationship with line and they started working with dna instead so i don't really know what happened there my guess would be something soured and they went and worked with a different company instead and then there's the pikmin game as well oh right okay somehow, which is another failure. somehow still online
0: um, yeah, so but, I just I mean... confirmed Nintendo is not involved in those games. When you click on the, like, Google Play Store for Nintendo, the only games they have listed are Mario Kart Tour, Super Mario Run, uh, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, and Fire Emblem Heroes.
1: They don't even have Pikmin there?
0: Uh, well, they have... They, it's not listed here, and I, I don't think that that means that it's not up here anymore, but it's not uh, on the, like, uh, developer page.
1: The like... Oh, or yeah, by Nintendo. That was probably actually published by Niantic on, on the store because they they publish it and they usually just shove them up. Oh yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> nope. Yeah, you you right. The, uh, Niantic. Published have you played that. the uh, the NBA one that they did as well, like Niantic's NBA uh, no. NBA game? No. They've done like they're doing the Monster Hunter one as well. They just keep making the same game, but they just yeah. like reskin it. It's so funny to me. Funny that people right still now- download it. Right now, Pikmin Bloom has a higher star rating
0: than the, uh, Pokemon Go on the Google Play Store. <laughs> 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 so, anyway, point being, um, maybe, but I don't know. I don't know that you'll see more. Uh, we got kind of away on this whole mobile sidetrack thing, but it, it was an interesting tangent. But, uh, I, yeah, I, I kind of think they're getting out of the mobile business, if I had to guess.
1: So, I was getting to the the point when you said that the you kind of think the market's predatory. Both Apple and Google now have their like arcade style things. And you also have Netflix that's getting into the gaming space. Sure. They've obviously you know got some some kind of involvement with with Netflix in the past that we we kind of thought about, but they'd potentially leaked the Zelda games so they start working with them. So I'd probably rule them out as a company that they would consider working with. But I could see them partnering with Apple. They've been on the stage at an Apple event before to show super mario runoff i could see them wanting like apple coming to them and being like we'll give you shitloads of cash to make a a game for apple arcade or for the new maybe. apple headset thing
0: maybe yeah i don't know i i think if i if i was a betting man i would bet it's more likely that nintendo sells their interest in studios like dna and and starts to move away from mobile more than doubles down on the investment but yeah, I maybe if somebody does come in and like offers them money to to get involved for the IP, then maybe. maybe. I mean, there's a real,
1: it's a it's a real uh, weird situation, right? You've got Microsoft really wanting to get into the mobile space, PlayStation's expressed interest on doing the same thing, and Nintendo seemingly had successes but didn't capitalize on it very well, and are just like letting them just die. I think we'll just pull them off the store.
0: I don't know. I think it speaks to the fact that I don't know. This is kind of a half baked thought I've been having recently. So I don't want to like, I don't want this to turn into a gotcha moment later um, for me saying this, but I'll, I'll share what I'm thinking. I, I wonder if that isn't representative of the fact that like some of our attitudes towards business and, and like, the way that business, quote unquote, like as a as a concept, has developed uh, since the '90s, right? Where like, and not that it it's been a straight line or whatever, but like, there was a point when we hit a hit a kind of culture of companies going public, right? And that like became the goal for a company. It was no longer good the enough. Dot com it, boom right it was no longer good enough to do what you did well and be at the top of your industry you wanted to be constantly growing and that growth meant buying companies in other unrelated industries and diversifying the strength of your company right and that's why you have companies like konami that make video games and also have hotels or like you know whatever right <laughs> and i i think that that has proven or Maybe not has proven, right? But I think that that as a as a uh, a model as like an end goal for any company, it is proving to not be something that makes sense, and that there are there are some companies that are capable of that level of diversification and growth and whatever, and actually doing so effectively. But you have so so many examples of companies trying to diversify what they do and move into other sectors. And all it does is make them less effective at the thing that had built them a market. And then they are kind of just spreading their hands and all these pies and not really doing anything effectively. And I think that like, I, I, I look at that for a company like Nintendo and it's like, okay, yeah. Like you said, right. It seems like they're just letting it die. And I think it comes back to that same point I made earlier about development resources, right. As a company, if you put mindshare towards making mobile games, that is mindshare and resources and and money and time and energy and personnel that you can't put towards something else. And when you look at Nintendo's financials over this, this generation, right? You have the Nintendo Switch being one of the best-selling, on track to be the best-selling console of all time. I had a, a, a little... Uh, Thing I was going to pull in in the question block. I don't know if we'll get to it now because we ended up going long here, but the Switch sold 4 million units in Japan in 2023. That is the biggest sales for a platform on its seventh year ever. And that's 1 million units above where the Nintendo DS was at the same time in its life cycle. And again, Nintendo DS, best-selling handheld of all time. So mm-hmm. Nintendo, right, at the start of this generation, moved into mobile because there was a the concern about is our hardware business floundering? You know, if our hardware business flounders, what does that mean for software? There was an incentive to diversify and try to secure the future of the company when it was uncertain, and mobile games were the developing trend. And I think you've seen all these other more quote-unquote traditional video game companies want to get into mobile and be like, we want to have a mobile play. We want to have a mobile play. And I, I think you can look and see that. Like, it just it historically has not played out that well for them, right? They make these games. And they just don't, they're not the number one games, right? Like with the exception of Pokemon Go, what other top ten mobile game is based on an existing video game franchise that you can think of?
1: Uh I mean, I, I would guess there's probably Call of Duty in there, the the Warzone mobile okay. games. Sure. Very popular. Two. Um,
0: maybe Fortnite. But, again, yeah, for, thing. Fortnite
1: like, was sort of, like, mobile at the same time. Like, it right. got it got popular at the same time. Like, I was think, think thinking that, but no. PUBG would have been there, but that cat is lunchy. And, um, so, yeah. again, I- you can pull examples, right? But it's, like, the the
0: big companies that, like, King, right, that we talked about, that was a huge part of why Xbox wanted to acquire Activision Blizzard was mm-hmm. King. King is not making... Fucking mobile g- games based on IP that are traditional video games, they're making mobile games. And I think that, like, I think that that is the six, su- like, the bottle for success in any industry is to fucking focus on something, right? Not to be everything, everywhere, all the time. That doesn't work. And I think looking at, like, how much f- m- the insane amount of money that Nintendo made on Animal Crossing and, and Zelda and-, and Mario Kart which is a $60 boxed game they made 10 years ago, why the fuck would they invest more money in mobile where they've had exactly one hit?
1: I, I, I guess it depends if you do get that one hit, though, right? That's all you need. Look at something like Clash of Clans. Sure. Like, how much that makes. Like and that, I think that's, that. the
0: whole, that's the whole thing you and I talk about with the games-as-a-service thing, though,
1: right? It's like, mm-hmm. oh,
0: you can invest $2 billion, you just need one hit. Yeah, and then you need that hit to make that two billion dollars back, and yeah. then keep making a profit indefinitely. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
1: I'm just I'm looking at the the charts at the moment, and you and you're right. It's like Monopoly Go was the top 20, top game of right. 2023. Exactly. It's like, and that's just like a, a you know terrible. Is Fire Emblem on that game. list? Uh, I, you know i I cannot figure out how the fuck. The App Store works anymore since this new iOS update. I feel so old. Um, so I couldn't possibly tell you. I can't find just where the charts are anymore. So good job Apple on that redesign. Um, but yeah, I I I do get your point. I I I think though it's interesting because we are still seeing that diversification of their business, but it's out of the game space into hate- movies and TV shows and into theme parks. I think we'll continue to see that diversification. I wouldn't be surprised to see, like, comic books and other things crop up.
0: And, like, that stuff makes sense, right? Because it's, like, you're diversifying your revenue streams, but you're not, like, trying to get into a new business, right? Nintendo's not making movies. They made an imprint of, you know, there's a Nintendo Pictures division of Nintendo now, but that's just a bunch of people that are dealing with the creatives that they're outsourcing the work to. That's not Mm -hmm. the same thing as investing $33 million into DNA and then making that a core part of your business plan moving forward of like, we're going to invest money into game development. We're going to invest money into this and that. They didn't invest money into making the Mario movie. That's not how that worked. They're fucking uh, illumination invested. However many hundreds of millions we talked about it on this show, they invested a bunch of money to improve their technology to win the right to make the movie. You know, it's like, it's not Nintendo going out and buying
1: and building a movie studio. It's not the same thing, you know? And I mean they did buy one, right? Di- Nintendo Pictures was originally Dynamo Pictures, so they did just buy one. Okay.
0: You're right, they um, did. They did literally <laughs> do that. But not but th- that's not the company making the movie,
1: right? Illumination. No, no, they they do help and assist in animation. So they probably do like animated shorts and things like that. I'd imagine they do actually do some work, but it's it's probably not to the same extent. It's like, you know, they're not making a movie. And Nintendo's not making a brand new movie.
0: And who knows? Maybe they'll get there one day, right? But even like with the theme park thing, right? They partnered with Universal. That's not the same thing as Nintendo being like, we've opened a theme park division of our company. You know, it's like we're we're building a theme park ourselves is a way different
1: thing which when you think that is a is a fucking crazy thing for both disney and universal to have done like that is a strange move for yeah. movie companies to just go i'm gonna make a theme park just like yeah. overnight that's what i'm planning on doing
0: i mean it's less crazy for universal because they were copying or like a successful model but yeah the fact that, like disney invented a like an insane thing when you think about it yeah like so like, yeah yeah we'll just we'll buy a ton of land in California and then just, okay, yeah, sure. Whatever. Hey, that's (laughs) the point though, right? It, that kind of shit works because when you watch the Mario movie, you go and buy the toys and you buy the game and the switch and it's like, you're, you're in right. Whereas like, what is the path between like, we made a mobile game that a fraction of a fraction of the number of people that played the regular Mario game that we made played. Did any of those people, were any of those people inspired to go buy? A mo- I don't think so. I don't think that was a driver. That was more a, okay, we're leveraging our IP in this space, and maybe we convince some of our existing fans to go over and buy it or whatever, but it's like the native mobile user doesn't want to buy a $10 premium game. There's a reason that uh, Fire Emblem Warriors is the one that makes the most money, because it's, it's a gotcha game.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's that they've only ever made one premium game, which was Super Mario Run. I think they realized that that just doesn't work as a model. That's why I, I thought maybe a partnership with Apple Arcade would make sense for them because it allows them just to make yeah. a traditional game, you make shove it on high the platform, quality. and you, and you don't have to worry about like, oh, is someone going to buy it because they've already got yeah. the Apple Arcade subscription. It stuff.
0: could be, but it's just like I I struggle to see why they would do that at this point, right? Rather than than pull back. And and put those resources towards, like, you've acknowledged a problem that you have don't have enough resources to make enough games to support your platform moving forward. So, like, you know, it's like, why why, why put any eggs in that basket when it's just not working? And the stuff mm-hmm. that you do do well is is working. And that, like, it would make more sense, in my mind, to double down on that and to make sure that you have as much resources as your company has to put towards your core business, console games and, you know, and and hardware. And then the rest of your resources should be going to these other tangential uh, fields that you're entering that are working, right? Because they invested all this money into, to mobile. What's been the return there? You know, I, not a ton, right? In the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Fire Emblem Heroes made a billion dollars and even say that there's still a profit on the other end of that. Plus all the losses or lack of, You know, return that they got on all those other titles. Fair enough. The Mario movie, one movie made that billion dollars at the box office.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And probably cost a lot more than that game, though.
0: Right. Not all profit, yada, yada. Fair enough. But there's also merchandising after the fact. Mm -hmm. There's uh the the streaming rights that they were in a bidding war to sell to peacock for a limited amount of time now netflix paid to have it like that movie is going to continue to make money for years and years and years and years whereas like you know at any point right like uh these mobile games can just fall away as they all have except for fire emblem heroes right which is still successful but it's like even that one right it's like okay so keep supporting that game and let that continue to make money and then and then move on cuz every other thing you've tried has been a fucking disappointment, you know? Even if it wasn't a failure, it wasn't what you wanted it to be. And your home your your home base, right? The core of your business is doing absolute gangbusters, right? Why double down on a place where you're not even second, third, fourth,
1: fifth fiddle? Fuck that i i i guess it's just about like i don't know i guess the mindset is just you know we need to be there because everyone else is there and that i guess doesn't necessarily I make think that's sense a losing Nintendo, battle, yeah. right like yeah. i think
0: that's the whole it's the whole thing you and i have been criticizing playstation for where it's like i get the mindset but what happens if it doesn't work you know I mean,
1: stuff like... has always been the same it's like looking over the fence what's everyone else doing we'll chase the trend i mean look at the disaster with the nft thing it's still online but everyone's forgotten about it and they've not put it into any of their games it's like can you imagine being one of the people that bought one of those nfts or one like, of the people that worked on them yeah
0: it's like oh,
1: man, I, that's gonna be so so demotivating yeah
0: dude absolutely so it's just like i don't know i think it's i think it's i i wonder if like things being the way they are right like as we've entered this kind of like really gross, bloated era of, of capitalism, right. With these massive companies fighting for scraps to acquire more and more and more, and it never being enough, that has to stop at some point. And like, Mm -hmm. you have to hit a point where it's like enough is enough. And that like, you have to recognize that like, you know, continuing to spread yourself out in every direction doesn't work. And like, you know, we've talked about that with Xbox right where it's like you know is there a management problem there now because they're just acquiring all these studios and it's like what is there infrastructure to support them look what's happened to embracer group right like it's like all it took was one thing to go wrong and now the whole fucking house of cards is tumbling and all these people are losing their jobs and it's I mean, like
1: nintendo's and nintendo's in the fortunate position right that we know they've got shit loads of money in the bank yeah um, and i'm not saying that and so they've in- got that war chest that they yes. can make mistake after mistake after mistake until something hits but but
0: it's like um, why
1: continue to dump money in a
0: pit you know um, when you could use that money to make another 60 dollar box game that's gonna set records and sell for 10 years like mario kart or animal crossing or or whatever right Or 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 work on that next partnership Right?
1: Like, I really do want them to partner with someone who can do a live service game. Like, I just, I just I, I don't know who that is. They
0: should is. buy a studio. They should use this money to buy a studio yeah. that makes a good buy live someone.
1: service. Game. And, and with good networking libraries and technology. Yeah. So it doesn't Absolutely. feel laggy and crap all the time. But man, just make a live service Splatoon, make a live service Mary Pie, make a live service Mary Kart. Like, a live service Mary Kart would be perfect. You know, you keep giving me new courses, give me new challenges. Come back to my dailies. Here's a monthly challenge. Here's a brand new mode that's coming in, like a limited time thing. Here's some new characters that we're promoting with a crossover. Same with Smash Bros. Like that's the route to go with those kind of games.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I think it's like there's a future where that should be part of their business, and I think that what they should be doing now instead of trying to invest in mobile is double down on on those things because those are core game things like splatoon that's exactly what the next splatoon should be it should be a platform that you play forever and it just makes money Mm -hmm. and like that is where i think they should be investing that money is like getting that infrastructure built up bringing in people that know how to do that and and have them create a culture for making that kind of game Cause I think that like they've shown that they can make that kind of game and make it fun. They just haven't shown how to make it make money
1: like they like it should. Like I think Splatoon yeah, could like, probably have made a lot like, more money than it did. Go talk to the multiverses team about how you can like incorporate a battle pass into that kind of game. I, I yeah, genuinely, you know, like I
0: I think that like that's where I hope that that attention is getting placed is not. how how do we make our mobile offerings better? It's like, cut your losses, right? Like, you tried it, it was an experiment it wasn't an abject failure but it's like, it also wasn't a major
1: success move on, move on, right? Do the next thing. Some of them though were outright failures and they just looked at the wrong IP. Who was asking for another Dr. Mario game that they really wanted on their phone?
0: See, that's the thing though, is I think that that's actually an example of one that makes sense in the way that you said the Nintendogs thing does. It's a puzzle game. That should work. Why can't Nintendo make a Candy Crush competitor? I don't know, but they couldn't. So fucking move on. Just move on. <laughs> it's it's a waste of resources, you know, for a company that like on every other f- facet of their business, firing on all cylinders, right? Movies is a huge success. Theme parks, huge success. The games, the console, like it's all good. Like I would be, tr- I would be like, get rid of the mobile division. Why are we making cartoons? But, you know, let's, let's double down our relationship with Viacom, right? Think they're there who owns universal why why is a nickelodeon making a mario cartoon right like why isn't Comcast there a legend of zelda cartoon universal. on netflix or something like like these are the things you know make, make be making those kind of moves right double down on your ip mm-hmm. double down on the things that work that are furthering the nintendo brand not trying to shove yourself in every because you know it's just like great there's there's nintendo mobile games how much did that change the face of mobile games it didn't whereas the moves they make on hardware, on, on software, on consoles, that moves the industry. That's, that's what they do, you know? And it's like, they they gave it a college try, right? They've been in the mobile business for seven years now or something like that, right? Is that right?
1: Uh, yes, 2017 was their first mobile game. There you go. Which was Meetomo. Seven years later, right? What's been the no, return of Mario it? Run. So it's a bit of in twenty sixteen, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, you're right. That was sixteen. Mitomo twenty seventeen, and then I guess oh, and Pokemon Go was in sixteen as well. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just like man, it's just it's the. I think it's you. You put nearly a decade worth of resources into this, and you've not. You had one hit, okay, and again one success not one like top 10 all time you know and maybe i think it was in like 2018 maybe it was the most successful game for a couple years no
1: no no i looked it up um supercells supercells clash of clans is pretty much been the most popular since it launched in 2017 it was six six billion dollars in a single year
0: see that's what i'm talking about right that's what they wanted and they got one and it's like i'm not sitting here saying that that's nothing but it's that's
1: one over the lifetime in seven years yeah so like I don't know, dude, I just feel like I feel like you move on, yeah, Roblox is also one of the top grossing products on on the app store, uh which is just insane to me and is also you know probably one of the top grossing products on every platform that they're on. That's something that i I would love to see Nintendo have like a platform to build games, like game Builder Garage was almost there. You just have to give more tools and a marketplace that so you can put those games on. And you could have had something special.
0: So I don't think I don't think a publisher like that will ever get in that kind of business because it's just too risky. Like it's like it's so easy for that to become like a weird PR thing. And then then, then Nintendo loses that squeaky, clean family safe yeah. image. And like that's not it's not worth it they don't need to be in that business is the thing is they don't need I don't know, a roblox. Like,
1: they don't but you know when i look at roblox and it's worth 24 billion dollars yeah just, i know but it's just, just like, that's what roblox. i'm talking about
0: that's that like diseased ceo yeah. mindset though steve is like look at them they made 24 billion dollars it's like yeah and we made enough it's fine we don't need to like it's the, it's like the fortnight thing is everyone's like we got to get a fortnight it's like
1: no, epic, you don't. like we need a Fortnite.
0: <laughs> you know how fucking hard it is to make a Fortnite. epic could only afford to do it because they're epic you know it's like that game came out and was a flop and then they were like all right cool let's reinvent the wheel because we make the the like one of the three engines anyone uses for video games you know it's like come on like
1: we, it's really I, like one of two isn't it like yeah Unreal or unity yeah
0: it's just crazy though you know because it's like people like like People will straight up make decisions like that, being like, we should be trying to chase what they're doing. And it's like, I don't know, dude. It's like, that's like me looking at you and being like, you know what, Steve? This whole podcast thing is really great. I love it. I feel like the real business though is if you and I make a 24 seven news organization, like like Fox, that's where the real money is. Like, yeah, we made this much money a year. Look how much Fox made this year. Shouldn't we be doing the same thing? Yeah, we have a tenth of uh, a tenth. We have one one millionth of the resources or the, the the human power. But sure, we should chase what they're doing. You know, it's just like yeah. And great, makes and Nintendo me st- makes was not... me a
1: little bit sick that you refer to Fox as news, but yeah, I, I get well, your point. Well, it's the name
0: of the company. <laughs> I want to be clear; they don't make news. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying, right? Where it's just yeah, like. Yeah. For Nintendo to be a dominant market leader in multiple areas and to be like, why don't we invest more money into the one part of our business that sucks, rather than being like, why don't we just get out of this business seven years in and cut our losses and move the fuck on, seems like a no-brainer to me
1: i don't think it'll be the end i really don't i think they're going to keep putting their toe back in i think that there'll always be something that they'll have an idea for that won't cost that much that they can say hey dna go make this hey line go make that maybe hey whoever go make this you i know? think i think it, i think intelligence is going to want to keep building out games that they've they're probably raping, raking in a absolute shit ton of cash from um fire emblem so why would they not want to keep that going
0: Sure. I mean, I think Fire Emblem will probably keep going, right? Because it's successful. But
1: I think what you're saying about them
0: partnering with other studios makes a lot more sense to me. Because I think that could make sense. It's 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 like the the Okay. I got my last analogy here, and then I'm ready to wrap it up. It's like the conversation about the the Disney interactive thing, right? Where there's that chapter in Jason's book about um Epic Mickey, right? And all that and mm-hmm. all that, right? And Disney went from being, okay, early on in the video game industry, we're going to license out our IP to you know big developers like Nintendo and Sega, and we'll let them do the work, and we'll get a percentage of the money. And then, oh, a lot of money to be made in video games. Guess what? Corporate expansion. We need to expand into video games. So let's buy a bunch of studios and bring it all in-house and do it all ourselves so we can make all the money back. Oh, that doesn't work that well. Oh, it takes a lot more overhead than we thought. Oh, 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 okay. Let's get out of this business.
1: The, the weird thing is, though, like they didn't start down that strategy. It was always partnerships. And then they Same. were just like, actually, we do want to bring it in. You know, yeah. like, the, the and that was 3G mistake. game, that's Traveler's Tales, a partnership with Activision. You know, there was tons of that that they yeah. did. Like, it was always licensed games well, when and I was then, a kid. Now you're full circle, right? Because now what you've done is, okay, well, let's let's do
0: a step between those two things, right? Where rather than making the games in-house, we'll have a team like the Marvel Games team, who is a a team full of people that actually know about video games, know how to make a video game, and then they go and partner with people that make good video games. I think that's what Nintendo should be doing. In the same way that they're partnering with studios like Illumination to make movies or whatever, they should be partnering with studios that make good mobile games to make good mobile games about Nintendo characters and be happy with their cut. Of that
1: return. Which, by the way, was my point about Nintendogs. It was the who should they partner with conversation. And,
0: uh... <laughs> <laughs> Full circle, baby. Uh,
1: so I don't know who they partner with to make that game, but there's got to be someone making a good Tamagotchi style game on the App Store. And just go find them and say, do you want to do Nintendogs?
0: Buck wild that that's not happened yet, by the way.
1: Yeah. For how can you imagine people? that you just you have your phone open the same way you did with pokemon go you go for a walk you're walking your dog you get steps maybe there's someone else walking their dog and you see them and you they like the dogs can interact and you can do things with them and like you can talk to them in the phone and you a notification not sound so that uh you could have a sound so that when the dog like barks your phone barks at yeah. you <laughs> like yeah, he's barking when it needs feeding or like you know he needs a shit cleaning up or whatever you yeah. did in that game like take it to the challenges and stuff like you can do all sorts of things with that be great be great so here's the thing
0: gang I'm gonna level with you I wasn't expecting us to go this long we had a whole other we had a bunch of other questions to get into I had a whole other topic Yeah, you know, this was a free form one so we're gonna save those all for next week and I'm gonna remind you that this episode of Nintendo Noise is brought to you by our Patreon producers for the month of January they are, of course, Arnold J. Rimmer, Christopher Valenz, Earth Visitor, Gabriel Hasselmeyer, aka Sobi, Snackago, Steve Stompy, Susan Loves Cats and also Boobies, Ty the Dude, and Waka Hula. Thank you all so much for your support over on Patreon.com slash FlipScreenGames. Y'all the realest of the real, and we greatly appreciate your support of this and all. Of our sister shows remember if you want to go above and beyond in your support just like they did you can head over to patreon.com flipscreen games but if you don't have any money for us you can head over to flipscreen.games that's our website where you will find links to all the places we are all over the web including our discord where you can keep the conversation rolling between shows or all the many ways you can write in to get your thoughts included on the next episode of the show during our question block like I said, We have a couple questions that were written in for this week's show that I am very excited to get to next week. Uh, But we got to wrap it up because this is a juicy boy already. So we're gonna call it here for the day. Steve, any final thoughts for the folks
1: before we let them go? No, just thanks for listening. I'm looking forward to to talking about what's next for Switch Online next week because you know I got some thoughts and some.
0: I got some thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, gang. Well. Thank you all for joining us here in another episode of Nintendo Noise for the crew. I've been Pete. He's been Steve. We'll see you next week.
1: so